1: The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders.
0: Touchdown Las Vegas!
1: With insight, <laughs> opinions, and
0: interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Branson and Mo Pochett. All right, we're back here on the postgame show, the Raiders... Fall to the Bills, 38 to 10. I don't need to tell you if you're watching, probably because you went through all of it, by the way. Uh, We are uh, silver and black today. We are joined by my good friend Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. You can follow him on Twitter, X at underscore Murph, M-U-R-F. Please support them. Also, go subscribe to the YouTube page, Raiders Fan Radio. You can also download... Uh, and subscribe to their podcast, the, the audio version of that, wherever you get your audio Too, I'm Scott Branson. You can follow our show. Please do the same. Subscribe. Follow me on X at LV Gully. Just don't come at me with all the penalty crap, as I'm seeing in the chat right now on YouTube. Yeah.
1: Blame That's penalty. Crap.
0: It doesn't matter. The one penalty does not negate almost 40 minutes of time of possession in the game, by the way. Woo. I mean, I got to read this to you because I know I know it's depressing. But if you look at this, the numbers just are the, jump off the page. The Raiders, uh, total p- total offensive plays 39, Buffalo 74, okay? Time of possession, 40 minutes and four seconds. So I was wrong. It was 40 minutes. I thought it was a little bit under. 40 minutes and, 40 s- and four seconds. 40 minutes, folks. I mean, that. I don't know that I've seen that in a long time in a Raider game. As bad of games as they've had in recent years, I don't think I've seen that. Uh, if you look at that of course Jimmy Garoppolo 16 to 24 185 yards one touchdown two interceptions a quarterback rating of 68.9 on the other side Josh Allen was not bad Josh Allen today he was 31 to 37 Whew, 274 yards three touchdowns a quarterback rating of 124 also Cook the running back of course um he is um what's his name's brother from from uh, now on the Jets why am i forgetting his first name Cook Uh, 17 attempts, 123 yards, uh, and for a seven yard, seven yard average Murph. Woo. Okay. So there you go. And of course, uh, the big story on the day too: Josh Jacobs, nine rushes minus two yards. Uh, he did have Josh Jacobs, five catches for 51 yards in the passing game, but that's where we talked about the defense and then we'll talk about the offense and then we'll talk a little bit in the final segment about how it all comes together, but, you look at the offense, Murph, and the situation here is about balance. This offense, just so you folks know, this offense, and Jimmy Garoppolo is a quarterback, by the way. It will not work if there's not balance. So if a an opposing team can shut off, for example, the rushing game completely, doesn't happen often. But when it does happen, like the Bills did today, the Raider system and Josh McDaniels' system doesn't work, okay? You go back, you can watch the the Patriots' stuff from years past and see it. They work in tandem. It's all about balance. So when one's out of balance, you don't have a Josh Allen at quarterback to pass your way out of it. Jimmy Garoppolo is a good, efficient quarterback. But he's not going to take you on his shoulders and throw for 400 yards to win a game where you can't rush the ball. It's just not going to happen. So with that said... That's what you saw today. You you saw Garoppolo came out, great first drive, everybody's excited, looks good. And that's how the system, when it's working well, that's how it works. But when you shut down a piece of it, it's hard to get going. And I think, I think Murph, a lot of people don't understand that piece of it. And um, we don't necessarily take on the fact that it's the system and the balance piece. If you don't have the, you know, a lot of people want to throw the ball downfield. It's like, well, you can't throw the ball downfield when you're not establishing some superiority at the line of scrimmage with the run. So I think this is a good example of a game. So people, I mean, it's, it sucks because the Raiders lost for you fans out there, but I think Murph, it's a good example of teaching people of how when things are in balance in this offense, it's going to score when it's not, it's going to have trouble.
1: Yeah, and I mean we saw the ball go down deep to I believe it was Trey Tucker, right? That 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 deep ball that went that he uh um of course he stepped out of bounds, uh, so so the catch didn't count. Uh and I, and I think that you know some of the the fans that are complaining about the the pass interference or lack thereof, you know they 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 picked up the flag on there which was unfortunate, but um you know yeah, I, I I'm with you Scott. I think that there's a, there, I have a few thoughts around this though. So the idea that like everything has to be perfect for it to work makes me nervous like it makes me nervous because I, th- I look at like the past patriots teams i feel that like when they were the kings of adjustments whether that was game to game or that was in game now was that because of josh was that because of bill was that a combination of the both was that because of tom Brady? i don't i don't know i'm not pretending to have the answer but what i am saying though is that when you were, you take away something, like say it was Hunter today, okay? Say they came into this game plan, you know, and was schemed for Hunter Renfro, and they expected him to have a big day, and the Bills took that away. So that, okay, well, then, then offensively, what do we have to do creatively with our minds and our ability to adjust as coaches and, and, and play callers on offense? What can we do to counter that? Um, th- that's the part to me that often, now defensively, I understand it. Defensively, we are deficient in seemingly multiple areas. Yes. So uh, I I don't put as much onus on Patrick Graham as I do. Well, we just kind of run out of talent on defense. Offensively, I feel the opposite. Offensively, we have enough talent. We spend a high enough... Uh, draft pick on Michael Mayer for him to start being involved in this offense. We know what Hunter Renfro can do on the field. I would expect for him to be involved in this offense. We've seen Josh Jacobs lead the league in rushing for, and now he's getting paid twelve million dollars. He should be more effective than nine carries for negative two yards. Like so, now does that come down to the lack of talent, or is that the play calling, and should it land on the coaches, or some combination of both of them? I don't know, but I feel like offensively, if they, if the Bills take a piece away of our offense then we have enough horsepower to be able to still keep it going just in a in a different way so like that's what i would say to that that like well i can appreciate that idea that like while well, everything is lined up perfectly it's efficient and we see how great it is and we saw it on that initial yeah. drive but if it's if it can't be effective enough to be able to modify itself and or adjust through the course of the game when elite teams start taking things away from you then we are in for a long ass season we don't win 3 games like yeah. i mean you know but what I, I mean? I,
0: think, like, I I think Murph, I think you're right. I don't I don't think when I say balance, I don't mean perfection, meaning that they always had to be perfectly balanced, because you're right, because you might go up against a defense, for example, that's better against the run or better against the pass, and you might have to rely on one or the other more. No question about it. I think today you saw a situation where they couldn't after that first drive. Not only could they not get the run going, but the pass protection wasn't as good as it last, was last week. Pass protection was terrible, right? Because yeah. you were playing, no, you were, we're playing a better defense.
1: The in. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, you were playing a better defense, and I don't know why. You know, all this kumbaya crap about going to West Virginia. Maybe it worked. I don't know. All I know is they came in. They didn't really look that well, that well prepared. And the coaching piece of it, the offensive coaching, it's going to be really interesting because I I tend to wait unless it's really really obvious. I tend to wait till I watch the film on Monday afternoon or into Tuesday where I can watch the offense uh, on the, on the coach's film to see what they did and what the calls were and why they were. For example, if you just could not get anything going and you had no pass protection, it's kind of hard to call those passes. But you're right. Using personnel, it comes down to, OK, why are you doing what you're doing? And and of course, the press conference is going on right now, but I'm hoping that someone there asks about the use of that or during this week coming up in availability when they get back to Vegas, because you know, what are you doing with, with Hunter Renfro? Now I watched Hunter when he was on the field a couple of times, but why aren't you targeting him? He wasn't open. He just wasn't open, but the other times he was. And then the same thing with the tight end position, Hooper had a nice catch tonight, but outside of that, it's very okay. difficult. Hooper, but Hooper did have a couple in there that, that, that yeah. were nice. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah. But their targeting isn't there, but you look at that, you look at um, what's been happening with the running game, they just have not been able to get the running game. I think it's a combination, to your point, of Josh Jacobs, but also a combination of that offensive line. They did not run run block well last week, and they didn't do it again this week, and they didn't pass block this week either. They were number one in the league last last week against Denver, who's a good defense, but not as good as Buffalo. So, so it, it it's a situation where I think you're seeing you're seeing all that, and I said it after the game, and we said it before the game. This would be a true test to see where the Raiders are at, and so against one of the top four teams in the AFC going into the season. Okay. No matter what happened to them yeah. last week. Yeah. Yeah. And so now, you know, and so I don't think people, I understand disappointment, of course, after a loss, but you kind of have to understand that's where you want to be. So that's, that's how long they're away. By the way, just a, a reminder, we're still giving away t-shirts, um, DC four L custom tees. If you do a $5 or more donation, it's going to go to the one nation foundation and you will get a free t-shirt, any t-shirt, from our folks over there at dc4lcustomtees.com also i'm giving away the the fisher price little people so if you want this one, particularly because you have kids or grandkids or you just want them for your dashboard let me know and i think you said the tray i think this is the Trey tucker here
1: <laughs> I the, yeah, so the, the
0: face paint one i don't know I, uh, but and then we even that's, got is there's, that there's, a there's big robertson
1: over there i see maybe <laughs> yeah
0: and then you also have a, a nice young woman here. So so if you have a little girl and she's a Raiders fan, uh, she'll be covered with one of the characters in here, too. So we're giving that away for donation. Swag
1: Charlie. Shout out Swag Charlie.
0: There you go. That's right. And also, Murph, why don't you tell everybody, because we're asking people now, we're giving away these T-shirts, we're giving away the little people set here, let people know about the One Nation Foundation, what you guys do, so that they, if they're going to jump in and do a super chat in their disappointment over the Raiders' loss, they can feel good walking away from today knowing they made a difference in somebody's life.
1: Uh, Well, thank you so much. We appreciate that. And and, uh, yeah, we always appreciate Scott. Uh, for the platform here for the One Nation Foundation. So our uh, once we figured out, once our, Uncle Mosh and I figured out that we could make some money with Raiders Fan Radio, uh, we quickly decided we wanted to give all that money away. So we formed our own nonprofit called the One Nation Foundation, and we give money away strictly through Raiders, uh, two Raiders-related charities. Uh, we gave to the Raider Dad folks earlier this year, and we went out there to see them uh, uh, provide a tailgate experience and also go into a game at Allegiant Stadium for underprivileged kids, and not only just the kids, but for their uh, parental figures as well. Uh, so Raider Dad folks are, are amazing. And so we were glad to support them. And also the Bolitnikov Foundation. Uh, we've got a, a, a check plan for Bolitnikov uh, in November at their annual Crab Fest event. Uh, we're we're going to present them a check for $15,000 uh, based on the, the donations and the advertising and everything that the show uh, has raised. And that's 100% based on on good folks uh, like uh, that are in the chat tonight that are donating uh, to, to get that shirt, you know, that little people set and all that. We can't thank you all enough. We're just the vessels. We just turn on the microphones and talk about our favorite football team, but it's our listening audience and the good folks in Raider Nation and their generosity uh, that supports the foundation. And so we can't thank you enough for that. And, and the Blitnikovs, if you don't know, Uh, have a place called Tracy's Place of Hope and the Bulitnikov Center of Hope, and where they bring in uh, young women at risk of domestic violence and substance abuse, and not only gives them a safe place to stay, but it offers them rehabilitative services uh, for them to get back out and, and reacclimate into, um, you know, quote, more normal life. And so we appreciate uh, the amazing, amazing work that they are doing and so many of the great Raiders related charities. And we're looking to continue to grow the One Nation Foundation bigger and better year over year and and, and to keep adding more and more charities. We kind of want to be, you know, like a, a center point uh, for the generosity of Raider Nation to feed numerous Raiders charities. So, uh, so again, thank you for the platform, and thank you to everybody uh, that's contributed today, and we'll continue to do so for the rest of the year. We love you guys, and I'll say one last real quick thing: even if you can't contribute monetarily by, you know, super chats and all those kinds of things just help out silver and black today help out the raiders fan radio give us a like give us a subscribe hit a thumbs up if you follow on the audio hit us on the video on the youtubes if you follow on the youtubes hit us on the audio just like and subscribe our shows because it all generates advertising opportunities and like we're going to start with the manscaped folks next week Um, anytime that we bring on new advertisers to the show 100 that money goes to the foundation so uh just by just by just by supporting the shows Silver and Black today, Raiders Fan Radio, you're doing them, you're helping us uh, do work for the One Nation Foundation. So thank you all very very much.
0: Yes, that's awesome. Please do that. And again, we're giving away those t-shirts today. Just a donation, five dollars or more. You know, just five bucks. You do it. You can do that. We also have the little people set, which I keep showing, uh, which is great if you have kids or even if you don't have kids and you just want your Raider room to be killer and you want some some little people in there it'll it'll help out so do that uh as well uh and make sure you uh drop a like to murph and the folks over at raider nation excuse me raider fan radio thank you so much uh, by the way i'm looking through the chat murph i want to get to some of these too i have people okay. bruce bruce davis is saying no tight end um and so we do that Dropkick murphy 99 who's always in the chat thanks for being back man i disagree with you they say he says they miss waller they need a tight end threat um i don't know if you know about Waller and his injury continued nagging injury in New York. He did play a little bit, and have a couple nice catches, but uh, they don't know if he's going to miss time again uh, but yeah i think I think it's more of getting the tight end involved why they're not doing it I think you're yeah. having I think you're having a situation too with the quarterback with Garoppolo where there's, there's not a lot of uh, familiarity yet with the off. I mean, he knows the offense, but the players on the offense, to each other. By the way, I have to call out, too, um, we're hoping Devontae Adams is okay. I know he went back to the locker room late in the game. I don't know if he's in the concussion protocol or not. Hopefully not. Um, but he may end up being so. Uh, so shout out, and hopefully he's okay. But I think that you have to look at that. And a lot of people are going in the chat, Murph, about bad coaching, I think there's definitely some questioning of the coaching and what's going on and what their game planning is. No problem there. But um, for all those who want to fire a coach already, the Raiders have been the way they have been because of instability for 25 years. And so to fire the guy now would do that again. So uh, all that. Uh, Shout out to Ariel, by the way, who's in there for a hoo He wanted me to do that for him. But anyway, (laughs) but Murph, I I, I just think that, look, you know. Always. Again, fans fans should be emotional. It's their team. They love their Raiders. So I'm not telling them not to be emotional, but I think that you just see how far this team has to go. It's why when people are like, how could you only pick them to win six or seven games? This is why. It's just going to be a progression. I'm not saying be happy with it. I'm just saying it's going to be reality for a little bit.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad. uh, I forget who it was that you said there that 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 brought up the tight end. I'm I wonder that too. Like I don't think we're missing Waller per se, and you know, and 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 while when Waller. During his great years with us, he was great, and there was mm-hmm. he was one of, if not the most dynamic tight end in the league. But that's not what Darren Waller is today, and 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 I hate to hear that he's having the issues with. He is are suspecting a, a a nerve issue now is why he's having all these lingering hamstrings, and yeah. so you know I don't wish for anybody to be hurt, especially a guy that that, that played great and has an amazing story, and and uh, you know so I I don't wish any ill will towards Darren Waller, but we're not missing him. What we are missing is is effective tight end play and while we mm-hmm. saw austin hooper come up with a couple of catches as you mentioned like why are why did we spend that high round pick on michael mayer if he's not going to be involved in the offense like i that's the kind of stuff and so do the folks like you mentioned that are that are that are uh, being critical of the coaching like i think that's a valid question like yep. what are we doing like you spend that high of a pick on a guy he should be showing up now like why well, I, I think that tyree wilson gets a pass because I think it's a little bit different to me like I always say like like ball is ball right like you should be able to to work open in the offense if the offense is doing what the offense should do the offense should be better than our defense right like we're at a talent deficiency so i think that it's going to be harder for a guy like tyree wilson to excel in that defense because there's already at a deficiency just like we talked about how jalen carter is excelling because the talent level is already so high well the converse of that if the raiders offense is the better half of this football team and has a lot of talent at a lot of positions that are pass catchers uh, in this offense why isn't Michael Mayer getting fed the ball at least a little bit? Like I question that. And I, you know, and it, or maybe Austin Hooper, or whatever. But bottom line is that like when you spend that that level of a pick on a player, you want to see a little bit of productivity. And I think ultimately that does come down to coaching or does he just suck? And I don't know. And somebody, I'll bet depend on guys like you that watch film to tell me, but like, is he not getting open? And why isn't he getting open? Wow. Is the speed, you know, against Notre Dame opponents, that much of a, of a difference between the NFL? Is he running bad routes? Is he like, what's the deal? And again, and, they, and then to go to the same thing, you could even take that over to Hunter Renfro. Like I said last week, I wasn't going to freak out to Hunter's lack of targets because, was he taken away? Was he not featured in the game plan because they had an effective game plan to win the football game and and, you know, and, and Hunter wasn't included in that and whatever? And, and I thought that was a fair response at the time. Now, though, in a big loss like what we just suffered, well, uh, I can talk. What we just suffered, like, <laughs> I don't know. That's, I think that now that question is becoming really valid, and we'll see what yes. happens next when we take on Pittsburgh. and we start to see this become a trend, then I've really got a ton of questions. Yeah, no, listen, all good questions. I, you know, uh,
0: James uh, Furpo in the chat is asking, is Adams in, in concussion protocol? Not sure yet. He was taken off the field usually is a sign of that. So we'll see if he was uh, as well. But if you look at the situation, too, is, is Mayer playing? Mayer is playing. But I think to your, answer your question, I'm guessing, I, again, have to watch the film. But my guess is going to be because where Michael Mayer has struggled so far has been in blocking. So I think what's happening is it's limiting them putting him into the offensive scheme because of the blocking situation. Um, I'm just guessing, though. I mean, it's a good question to ask the coach this week to find out if they have an answer for that, Um, because I I don't know with this offense. I expected to see two tight end sets in this offense. Mo and I talked about it all summer, And, and we just haven't seen that as well. Um, Michael Turner in the chat. Could our system be outdated? No, it works in other places very well, by the way. Um, so I wouldn't think that it's outdated. Uh, but, but you have to be able to run it and have the people in it and make the choices uh, on play calling and whatnot to make it work. So we'll see how it goes. But that's, you know, again, it comes back to, to your point, Murph. They have the tools on offense. So if the defense is struggling a little bit, they need that. O- and that's what happened today. The offense couldn't do anything. And when you do that, you leave on your – repeat of last year. Offense couldn't stay on the field. Defense is out there forever. They break
1: down and give up big plays. 100%. You know, and it's, it's uh, like – and that's – you know, I, just, I keep going back to it. It's just – we're just – we run out of talent on defense. And, and like you said, if you, if, you, if you go against a team that plays defense to the level of the Buffalo Bills and takes away what we're able to do offensively and, and like you said earlier too, like you take away a key component, the balance of the offense is thrown off – the Raiders are then forced to chase, and like when we start chasing leads, like it's it's we're that's a losing battle for us. That's a downward spiral yeah. for the Raiders for the way that they are they're they're currently <laughs> built. You know, I think that um, we praised the offense last week for being able to close out a game. And I think that's going to kind of be the theme of this team. Like when we get a lead, I think that we're good enough to hold a lead. I don't think we're going to be doing any, you know, 17 point, you, you know, uh, or give up 17 points to lose the game or whatever. Like I don't, I think those days are hopefully past us, um, yeah. but we got to get out of the gate and we got to get get out of the gate strong. And while we did that today, all it takes is a deflected pass and then for Milano to make a play on Josh Jacobs to pick the ball off, and the next thing you know, this thing was a freaking blowout from, from then on. All, the, all that said, Scott, I do want to say something, too. I was looking at this. Do we have a minute or we need to go absolutely, to break?
0: Absolutely go. No, we can go as long as we need to go.
1: Okay. I'm, okay, so that said, so as bad as this was today, Raider Nation, and I'm with you, I'm in my feels, too. Like, it's, this, today sucked, <laughs> and there wasn't a lot of positive takeaways. But what I am excited about is this, is that even though I think the Raiders are going to only win nine games this year, When you look at our schedule, the upcoming – okay, so right now we're sitting at one and one. We get the Steelers at home for the home opener. That's two. Then we have the Chargers on the road. That's three because that's a home game for us. Packers (laughs) at home, that's four. Patriots at home, that's five. Bears in Chicago, that's six. We're going to be six and one going into Detroit and playing the freaking Cinderella darlings of the NFL this year, the Detroit Lions, Uh, and it's going to be an incredible scene and an incredible football game, and I look forward to that. But I think that we are good enough. No, we're not good enough to beat the Buffalo Bills, clearly. But we're good enough to beat these other five teams ahead of us on the schedule, and then oh yeah, we got the the, the freaking Giants after that, and the Jets with no Aaron Rodgers after that. So I mean, like there there are going to be some good things to the season. So let's not go sky is falling. Let's not go like you know it's over two two weeks in. Let's remember what life is like without Raiders football at all. And look look, let's do like what the players and coaches do. Let's freaking, you know, we're going to talk about it. Let's bitch about it today. And then let's yep. move on, man. Let's do well, on to Pittsburgh, right? Like yeah, let's get and, to the Steelers and, game. Cause that's a winnable game for us. And we're no still question. in first place. You know, we're still <laughs> in freaking first place. That's why we bring you on
0: Murph, the voice <laughs> of the fan. Right. So, so we want to get that out there and it's good. And, and you got people disagreeing with you in the, the chat, rules. but what's new. Um, but I'll tell you this too, seeing a lot of also, of course, Um, of course, the the anti-Jimmy Garoppolo stuff. And it's like, look, Jimmy Garoppolo, Uh, uh, overall, again, he is who he is. You're going to have performances. He was 16 to 24, 185 yards, a touchdown, the two picks. One was a tip. The other pick was not a good one. That was a bad throw. I mean, it was thrown into coverage, and I think um, you know, he owns that one. Uh, But I don't get this idea. I know where some of it's coming from. Some of you don't want to get over the Derek Carr thing, so you're going to just criticize whenever the – Raiders don't do well, and then there's people on the other side. When the Saints don't well, they're going to come out of the, the, the woodwork to talk about Derek Carr's terrible. I'm not getting into that. The other thing is Tyree Wilson, Raiders pod on on the YouTube chat. Tyree Wilson's terrible. You missed at the beginning of the show when we talked about the start of Khalil Mack's career. If you want to call a player a bust after two games, put your money where your mouth is. You you, you If you want to bet 100 bucks on the fact that Tyree Wilson – Will not be a bust. I can do that. We'll figure out the parameters. Mail us at mail at silverandblacktoday.com. And I'll make that bet with you. So put your money where your mouth is. Um, And we'll see how that goes. We'll put it in equity. We'll give it to somebody who will hold it on to us until we can make that judgment. By the way, Bill and Joel, don't forget to mail us at mail at silverandblacktoday.com to get your prizes. Um, We're going to take one quick break and then come back and finish up the show and uh, do the rest of the giveaway. So if you want to do that. Make sure, just $5 Super Chat there. It goes to the One Nation Foundation. You can get uh, a custom T-shirt from DC4L Custom Tees, a Raiders T-shirt, whatever you want. Also, the little people set here as well. You're with Murph and Scott. This is Silver and Black. Today, the post-game edition, Raiders 38-10. They lose to the Bills. Don't go anywhere.